Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. We've got to wrap this up, dude. I, I am know. hungry. Oh, you hungry? It's 5.30 p.m. My first meeting was at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. I haven't eaten any. I've had coffee and cigars is all I've had. I am hungry. That's pretty much your staple diet. No, Why are you I usually have now? food in there. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I eat. No, you don't. Of course, you know I eat. I like I, to eat. No, you do not. Not if I'm busy. Man. Oh, what are you going to eat then? I don't know. Something yeah. healthy. You're gonna, oh, because Jen, Jen's not listening. No, but my listeners... Our listeners. Mm. Oh, 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 so arrogant of you. <laughs> oh, are you the brand, Joe? No, I'm just the brain. <laughs> There's a little... Eh, not really. No. McCoy's the brain. No. <laughs> Man, we had a good meeting with Steve. 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 What? Fixing our podcast. Gosh, he's good. We sat down with Steve McCoy. We're like, hey, man. Tell us how to do it better. <laughs> and uh, man, he, he he starts talking to us and asking and then, us questions. And Joe's, you know, pushing back. I'm not. You keep saying you I wasn't were pushing, pushing back. I was not pushing back. Once he was able to articulate it in a <laughs> comprehensible way, I was like, yes. Um, <laughs> man, it, and he, he he identified a particular thing that we're not doing well. There's a lot of things, but he identified a, a, a big. What one. I really loved is like, all right, you know what? I haven't given much thought. But here's three major things right yeah. there. Like, oh, oh wow. wait till he thinks about it. So good, man. I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait for Steve to keep fixing our podcast. Um, yeah, man. So uh, when this drops, I'll be on vacation. Yep. Okay. And so I will be, I, I'm bringing some books. Mm. I'm bringing some cigars. I'm bringing a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Frisbee, whatever, you know. Okay. But I'm, I'm intentionally bringing some books. Uh, I'm bringing uh, some I'm bringing some fiction, which I don't usually read, and I'm bringing um, uh, something the founder sent us on Law and Gospel. Yep, yep. Uh, by Reisinger. Well, no, they sent it to you, but uh, continue. Yeah, because they know you ain't reading. Um, <laughs> no, Tom's not happy with me. <laughs> Tom's, yeah, you had to apologize. I had to apologize to Tom. Yeah. Now, now I'm on the don't get a book list. Yeah, the, the, the they, they took you off of that uh, mm-hmm. influencer. So yeah, I'm excited because I, I I know that even though as a pastor you and I are we're in the word as pastors we're in the word a lot mm-hmm. uh, we have to be right we don't really have a choice and it and and we we treat our intake of God's word whether we're preparing for a sermon or a small group or whatever all of it is devotional right it's it's yeah. not just study it is it is study for us and for others it is all of it's devotional we don't try to separate that out and uh, and yet. I know, like, I need to sort of reboot and, and do things differently, and, and vacation is a good time for that. And summer, a lot of people think summer's going to be a good time for me. Summer's going to come, and I'm going to have a new study habit. I'm going to start some new things. Yeah, yeah. And then summer hits, and uh, kind of get off the wagon. It's, uh, you know, you think summer's going to be a good time for you to have a, a refreshed devotional uh, sort of uh, endeavor. But then your schedule gets changed. Now yeah. the kids are home. Everything's different. It's it's nuts. We it's should all know chaotic. better. We should know better, but it frequently doesn't. So we know that a lot of you, uh, like us, summer hits and you were really hoping to make some some headway, to, to be reading, to be studying, to be praying, to be uh, overcoming certain sins and temptations. And you found your, you find yourself now halfway through summer 
and you're like, man, I didn't do any of the stuff that I really was hoping to do. Yeah. And what we want to do today is just encourage you. Just, just get, we want to cheer you on to do something that we know you can do. And so we're not going to say anything that you don't already know. Uh, we're not going to, we're not going to, there's not going to be any revelation. Normally there's a grand revelation that we make in our episodes, right? That changes oh, yes. people's lives. Oh, yeah. So today. <laughs> people are repenting, coming to tears. Uh, people like, you know, it's like divine words of wisdom and knowledge is what we're normally dropping on you. <laughs> today we're just going to say stuff that you already know. But sometimes I need Jimmy to tell me something that I already know. Hmm. Sometimes Jimmy needs me to say something that he says to himself all the time. And it's, it's hearing it from another person and sometimes just getting a push in a particular direction is all that it takes for something to take root. And so we want to encourage you to redeem the rest of your summer. If you haven't been in the Word, if you've yeah. been a little sloppy with it, if you've been negligent, we want to encourage you in the ministry of the Word in a particular way today. And to start with, so we got a, we got a bunch of little things to say, but we'll start with this. Pick a book of the Bible. For the rest of the summer, yeah. if all you got is a month, month and a half, whatever you've got left, pick one book of the Bible. And I would say... Pick something small, yeah, like pick James. An epistle, yeah, yeah. I like James. This is a good one for that. I'm I'm spending a lot of times in time in James uh, with my uh, discipleship group. Pick a book of the Bible and let that be the thing that you focus on in your personal time for the rest of the summer. And so, pick the end date, like when is when is your summer going to come to an end? And then you'll know. Okay, so I've got so many weeks to spend in this particular book. Yeah, yeah. Let that book be your jam. You want to become as familiar with that book as you can to allow God to use that book and its emphases and its doctrines to impact you in a particular way. Pick that book. Do it now. Do it today. And and don't go back. Let that be the thing that you're starting with. Maybe, James, I think uh, that's going to be it. And just start reading. Yeah. Right? Start reading. Read it multiple times. Oh, over absolutely. and over again. And when you're doing that, then, you need to be memorizing, like, memorize the key verses. And I'm not mm-hmm. good at memorizing. I'm, I'm, I, I don't know why. You memorize. You're constantly quoting skew numbers and all kinds yeah. of things like you've got tons of stuff memorized yeah yeah but just that bible verses oh. <laughs> i like i got like i got like that i should say like old school you know bible verses but like you know the ones that they when you first became a believer they're like oh here's your list yeah memorize i got I got, a, I got a list on a spiral notebook yeah so you know i have like those ones i still have yeah go but it's like the new ones you know that i'm reading the, the new verses the new verses yeah, that, that, that just came like, out like from joyce meyer or something like no what are they, no like, pope piper in his divine wisdom added okay. a few more uh to it you know things such as uh women cannot be officers uh and so you try to you know Go ahead and so when you're, memorize when you're, those. When you're reading um, this book, you're saying you should be keeping an eye out for particular verses. Key that, verses. Right? That are going to – now, a key verse, traditionally what we think about is a key verse is, is a, a passage or a verse um, in that book that speaks to a dominant theme yep. or um, a or particular doctrine. Or it summarizes doctrine. You know, uh, a, a central theme mm-hmm. in, in a uh, concise way. Right. And maybe, though, that a, a, a key verse for you is not going to hit on the dominant theme of that. It may mm. just be a very a, a, a verse that God is using in a powerful way to push you in a particular direction. Yep, good point. So you want to you want to start reading, and when we say read this thing multiple times and look for memory verses, that means like have this sucker on you at all times. You've got the Bible app on your phone. If you've got five minutes, look through it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Keep and when, through and it. when you're reading it multiple times, I would say use multiple versions. It's good to do that, right? Yeah. I mean, it's uh, ESV, NASB. I've got the NASB app on my phone. Yeah, NIV 84. NIV 84. You got the, the what, is, what is the Southern Baptist one? The CSB. CSB. You got the CSB, um, KJV, NKJV. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying do all those. I'm just saying pick a few good ones. Do like a message? <laughs> NLT? <laughs> uh, uh, I couldn't think of another yeah, one. I I'm, running out of, I'm running out of them now. RSV? Isn't there like a cotton gin Bible? Amplified Bible? Isn't there a cotton gin one? What's it called? No, for real. I don't know. There was a street Bible. That's not the one I'm thinking that of. That came out in the 90s that was, um, what? Every, everything was reworded with very urban lingo, we could say. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Was it good? No, it was awful. Oh. It was a nightmare. Um, so it was just the message in an urban context? Yeah. No. So, okay. So pick a book, start reading it, read it multiple times, like go through it over and over and over again. Uh, memorize those key verses. One of the things that I like to do is I like to listen to it. Go ahead and Ooh, get like, that app. That app. Yeah, get the app on like your ESV website, whatever. No, no, no. Oh no, streetlights. That's the yeah. one. Streetlights. I'm about the, to say. Yeah, talk, when I say the app, you know which app I'm talking no, about. Don't I got talk streetlights. I listen to streetlights. Listen to James via streetlights. Mm. Yeah, that's some good stuff. We love that. We'll link to that in the show notes. Promise. I promise. We'll link no, to you that don't. Yeah, that one's easy. It. Fine. Um, You're not going to. But if you if you listen to it, here's the thing. Like the church for a long time heard the word they, they didn't get to read it for themselves very often mm-hmm. but it was read aloud to them and so you know the early church so this and of course the, during the whole old testament it was largely read to the people yeah yeah and so it is meant to be read it is meant to be heard and so hearing it is a way for certain things to to be brought to mind or to impact you in a unique way uh, i have found to be really refreshed especially when if my devotional life is feeling a little stagnant for some reason uh frequently i'll I'm gonna. I'll start to listen to Streetlights or the ESV. I'll listen to it, uh, and it, it really does help. It. Um, I, I can't even explain exactly why it is, but I think it has something to do with the fact that the word is meant to be heard, mm. not just read. So I think that's a good thing to do. Uh, along with that, then I, I like to, and I know Joe does as well. Uh, we like to write summaries of the themes and the general, just general content that we have that you're reading as as you're going through a particular book. So, yeah. I, I, for me, I like to take because uh, I use my iPad, right? So I'll either on my iPad or in a journal. Um, I'll take paragraphs and or sections, you know, uh, and start to just try to summarize that in maybe one to two three sentences uh, so that as I'm going through and I'm going back through, I'm kind of seeing the progression. Yeah. And we, we talk about this a lot, right? To, uh, to put these things down in your own words, right? Whether it's general content or the themes or a- application. And really to do this, we're, we would encourage you to use the ransom Bible study method that mm. Jimmy and I developed for free. You just go to for free. Uh, you can find it under our resources or something yep. on the website. Uh, you can read it there, download a PDF at the bottom. Uh, but that's a really helpful way. I mean, I, in fact, I would encourage you, print that out and and put that next to your Bible and use that as for this summer project, right? Of taking a particular book of the Bible, reading it multiple times, memorizing the key verses, and use the ransom method throughout your, your time in the Word, yeah. especially as you're breaking it apart into its smaller pieces. It's really going to be helpful to you. You know, um, get a commentary. Maybe get a good commentary, New American commentary, something like that. New Testament commentary series. That's a really good one. Um, find somebody, do some research. Uh, yeah. In fact, we'll link in the show notes. Um, yeah, I do Le- like the pillar ones. Pillar is good. Lee Guineer has top five commentaries for every book of the Bible. Yeah. That's a great place to go. I'll link to that so you can find that. And of or, course- Or Joe won't. Just, so just no, Google, I, I, so, I, I Google search Lee Guineer, top five. If you're too five. lazy to just Google what I'm telling you to Google right now, you can just <laughs> go to the show notes and see if I put it in there. But Jimmy, you know, they, you know, they, they can use a ransom Bible study method, which is great. They can get a commentary. 
But uh, you know what we like to use? I love Lagos. Lagos. I love Lagos. Or Logos. Yeah. However they pronounce it. However they pronounce Lagos it because they're doing so it wrong. But great. it's so, so good. So as you're going through it, uh, you can, you're able to pull from multiple commentaries. Yeah. Uh, and, and for each passage, you could see what each commentary is saying, maybe a fuller picture, maybe something that you haven't thought of, but the commentary should be pulled in after you've already been studying, reading it, mm-hmm. summarized it, put it in your own words, and asking get, questions, asking questions, getting your own thoughts out there. That way, it's almost like checking, you know, yeah. because listen, you're not you're not as smart as you think you are. You didn't somehow all of a sudden thousands of years of of uh, uh, church, you know scripture study now all of a sudden you have this new idea that no one else has ever seen before so make sure you usually check it. usually that's usually a good indicator that uh it's called heresy you're a dummy yeah <laughs> yeah you just did a dumb thing and i i've done that right like right i've um I, i've studied a passage and i have a feel like i have a good grasp on it and i'm like let me check the commentaries now and i realize like oh shoot i I kind of misread this part and I've gone in a different direction. So what I'm saying is orthodox and good, but it's really not in the passage. Yeah. And the, so the commentaries can help you with that. But I think what Jimmy is saying is important. <laughs> no, I've, I've actually had it where like I've had a, th- a thought and I put it down. I'm like, man, this is, this is amazing. Yeah. I'm like going through all these things. I'm like, I'm going to check the commentary. It's like, and I checked multiple ones and they're all like, uh, some people think this, that's wrong. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. I thought this. Yep. I'm that guy. They're talking about me. <laughs> but what Jimmy is saying, that is so important here is to do the work of reading and seeking to understand it on your own first. That is the real hard work. That's my stomach actually gets tight sometimes when I'm reading because I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out and it's, you know, it's maybe it's not coming together real clearly and it's, I have so many questions and, you know, studying your Bible, reading it, trying to understand it and mine it for what it's really saying. It can be gut wrenching. So do that hard work. It pays great dividends. And, um, and then go to those commentaries to check yourself and to go even deeper and have a better understanding. Yeah. Don't do this on your own. Pull in a friend. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether it's... Get a study uh, buddy. Get a study buddy. Uh, or, you know, if you're married, that's great. You've got a built-in study buddy. Yeah. And then... They can't go nowhere. They're stuck. They're stuck with you. Yeah. I think pulling in a friend is a really good idea. That's why we do discipleship groups here, which are just yeah. groups of about three or so people where you're going through a book of the Bible and praying together and getting into your life business. Mine met uh, this morning. At good 6 a.m. Was Mine good. meets tonight. Is it actually meeting? Not tonight. Yeah, okay. So it's not meeting tonight. Yeah, but it meets on Wednesday night. You lied. Um, so I think it's really good. One of the things, that, uh, and this goes back to something that we mentioned, but get a dedicated ESV scripture journal or just a blank journal that, that you can use. Um, I know we're using the ESV scripture journal for James in our study. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, those are great, man. I love those. They're really, really well done. Those yeah, are so uh, nicely done. My group's the, using uh, Romans. Yeah, it's nice. Your DG now, um, or you just get a blank lectern journal. Uh, those are those are great. But you and you, you don't have to get a real thick one, right? If you, if this is just going to be like a month, you can get one of those thinner ones, the Kaye ones. Yeah, Kaye right. Journals, that, that's yeah. what they call it for Moleskine. I and mean, those are just get that. We we sell those on the website. You can get yeah. a Doctrine and Devotion one or something. So those are really, really helpful to, to write things down. There's great benefit in articulating these thoughts. It helps you to know what you're learning. It forces you to be clear, to confront yourself. Yeah. So be sure to do that because when you're doing that, it allows you to preach to yourself. And that's something that we talk about all the time. Preach to yourself don't just you're not just studying it to figure out well what is the passage saying and what was the authorial intent and and how does it all work all of that you have to do but it's all for nothing if you're not then saying what is this now 
imply for me in my life what is God calling me to do in response to what I am reading. You have to preach it to yourself, both law and gospel. Where do I need to repent? What do I need to do? What do I need to believe? How do I need to trust? Who is God? Yeah. You've got to preach it to yourself. And then after you've preached it to yourself, uh, learn to share it with others. And mm-hmm. so you might not have the opportunity uh, to share it with others by doing a devotional talk or uh, some sort of class or a sermon, but you could start putting that together because if you're able to articulate it, then that means you've actually studied it and you've learned it yourself. Yeah, I think it was Grant Osborne who said, and he's probably not the only one in his book, The Hermeneutical Spiral, that you're never done studying until you are prepared now to share it with others. And I really like that. Now, you're not prepared to share it with others until you've really shared it with yourself, yep. just to yourself. Yep. But I like that. So I think I think that's right, Jimmy. Prepare Prepare something to share, whether it's a devotional talk. Prepare a devotional talk. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're not scheduled for one, but be ready to share it, right? Because you you might be called upon mm-hmm. uh, if you're doing a Sunday school class, whatever. But I think it's important to say, like, what would it mean for me to share this with other people in my life? Now, maybe that's going to be shared with your kids. Maybe it's going to be shared with your friends. Mm-hmm. I love it when one of my friends says, "Here's what God is teaching me," and they're sharing what God is teaching them. And whether they are doing it on purpose or not, they are exhorting me. Yeah, and yeah. and it's a, it's a great way to do it. And, and maybe you're a little nervous about it. Like, well, what, it seems going to be weird if I just say, "Hey, I'm going to tell you something that the Lord has put on my heart," and it's, I'm going to be coming after them. You can actually just say, "Here's what God is teaching me," mm-hmm. and that is a way that you can share it with other people that remains, uh, I think, uh, helpfully confrontational without being combative. Yeah, uh, sometimes you, sometimes you got to be combative. Uh, sometimes you got to go at somebody because they need to hear it. Sometimes I need to hear that. But um, all of the like, so maybe I would put this towards the end of your summer. Don't I wouldn't even be thinking about putting this together until you're getting towards the end, like that last week of of your time in this word before summer ends. Yeah, that's when you really start working. Like, how can I share this with other people? Maybe it's a blog post. Maybe it'll be a podcast episode that you do. Um, but whatever it is, you want to be able to share it. God is God's word is given to you. To share with other people, and so if you're really learning, if you're if you're really benefiting from it, if you're really preaching to yourself, then you're then you are thoroughly equipped now to share that with other people because you felt it, like you felt the, the, the you felt the the burn and the excitement of it, and uh, it's producing fruit in your life. So like I said, none of this is new. You guys know this stuff. You yeah. would say all the same things, but let us just encourage you and cheer you on to do this. If you haven't been making the most of your summer in the ministry of the word. Do this thing and then share. We want to hear how that, that you're doing it. Like share what book you're studying and, and how it's going. We'd love to hear it. If you like the Ransom Bible Study Method, share that online. Uh, share the link. Share that with other people. It's just free for people to use, and it's a helpful way to to get deeper into the, the doctrinal truths of Scripture yeah. as you're reading it on the regular. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DrVotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. Fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. Blog post on Wednesdays. Video content on Fridays. Later. Later.